You're listening to the Enjoy Podcast, where we talk to experts about everything you need to know on sex, self-love, and wellness. The Enjoy Podcast is presented by Enjoy, the audio guide for intimate wellness with guided practices to explore your body and regain confidence in your sex life. Welcome everyone once again to the MJ podcast. Today we are talking to a very special guest with super interesting experience, Shelby Devlin. Shelby is a sex and intimacy coach and the latest collaborator for the MJ app with a great and very practical collection on BDSM. Hi Shelby, welcome. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Hi, it's such a pleasure to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Beautiful weather in California right now. Oh, Madrid is kind of yeah weird and half depressing, but yeah, let's move on. I always envy everyone I interview who's in California. So yeah, you're on. You're we are on, very well, lucky. Yes, yes, you are. But okay, let's begin because otherwise I'm, I could just ramble forever and how I envy you. Um, so yeah, as part, let's let's get down to business. As part of your very extensive background in sexuality and sex education and erotica, you've taught lessons on BDSM, which maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, means that you've been in contact with a lot of beginners or people who don't know much about it and are just like dabbling into it. In your experience, what are some of the most widespread misconceptions on the subject that people have before they approach it or get to know it? I think the biggest misconception about BDSM is that the the dominant person in the play gets to do whatever they want. So what can happen when people dabble in BDSM is that whoever takes on the like dominant role or the top role, the doer, ends up kind of crossing boundaries or feeling stuck sometimes because they don't maybe don't know what to do you know or they try a bunch of things and their sub or the receiver keeps saying no not that or you're doing it wrong or this isn't right so actually in BDSM practice it's this submissive who makes most of the decisions about what's going to be done before the play and so that when you're actually in the play the dom knows kind of like has some guidelines about like what they're going to do and what they're not going to do Yeah, so they are acting with full freedom within the guidelines that that they set before. So they make the decision beforehand and then they can act within whatever they agreed on, right? Exactly. Because what's really important about BDSM is that both parties or all the parties involved have an idea of like what feels good for them and what they want to get out of it. Even if you're testing things out, you're not sure if it's going to feel good, you still have desires or things that you're curious about. And so when we come into BDSM play with some goals or desires or boundaries, it gives us a better opportunity to enjoy what we're trying. Okay. And now that you mentioned the word desire, um, I was talking to you before creating the questions for the interview because that's what I'm supposed to do <laughs> and in the past you did a great job <laughs> thank you um you've written about the difference between the concepts of desire versus fantasy and I found that to be very important to understand when you're considering trying anything new BDSM included so can you tell us a little more about these concepts and the difference 
So fantasy is something that feels good to think about. It's something that turns us on. It's something that it's like that little movie that we play in our head, you know, that just gives us like that special feeling. It's also the things that we think about when we're masturbating or trying to get turned on or trying to have an orgasm. So those like private thoughts in, in our head, that's fantasy. Desire is something that we actually want to do. So a fantasy can become a desire, but not all fantasies are desires. And so the confusion comes in when you have an enduring fantasy, like having a threesome, and then you actually have a threesome. (laughs) And then some people are like, that wasn't as good as I thought it would be. And then some people are like, oh my gosh, threesomes (laughs) are it. This is the thing that I want to do forever and all the time. And so that's where where our exploration is really crucial is testing things out to see if it's actually a desire. Sometimes we can't tell if a fantasy is something that we actually want to do. A lot of people have shame and fear about their fantasies because they're like, well, if I'm imagining it and it turns me on, I must want to do it. Yeah. So a good example of that is rape fantasies or coercive sex. A lot of people like both men and women have these fantasies in varying degrees and feel a lot of like fear and anger and shame around it. But those fantasies are totally normal. In our fantasies, we get to explore sexy things in a risk-free environment, right? So if I fantasize about being forced, I'm safe. I'm completely safe. Likewise, if I'm fantasizing about forcing someone else, everyone else is safe. I'm not harming anyone. Got it. Um, So let's talk about you a little bit. Okay. (laughs) What was your own introduction to the BDSM world? Like how, how did you get, how did you get here? Oh my goodness. Okay. So my own, (laughs) my own introduction to BDSM came in my early twenties with my ex-husband. So I had some interests, actually, you know what? That's not right. When I, (laughs) when I was 14, I discovered Anne Rice's series. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I read all of her vampire books, but she has this trilogy of uh, sleeping beauty erotica, and it is very BDSM heavy. It's very fetish focused. It is pretty intense and very, very sexy and absolutely not appropriate for a 14 year old. So I read, it's not appropriate. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I read, no, it's all right. I read those books when I was a teenager and that got a lot of wheels turning. So I had a lot of fantasies about BDSM and role play from an early age. And then when I tried to explore some of that with my high school boyfriend, it did not go well. He was out of his depth and very intimidated. So it wasn't an, <laughs> right. It makes sense. Fair. Like it's not his fault. <laughs> read the books, you know, he didn't know. Um, but when I met my ex-husband in my early twenties, he had a a lot of fetishes and had done some BDS exploration. So we went into it with gusto and we dipped a toe in every pool. I've tried almost everything um, with a couple of boundaries. 
And then after a couple of years of us dating, I started working at a fetish boutique in San Francisco called Stormy Leather. It is now closed. Um, but during that time, I ended up taking classes, teaching classes, you know, trying all of the gear, working with professional doms as their assistant to just like get a bunch of knowledge and explore my own desires as well. And since I've done a lot of exploration of my own desires and I've tried a lot of things, some of which I wouldn't do again, <laughs> I'm in a good position to understand like what each of these activities may have to offer. Yeah, of course. And what are, I mean, you can, you can talk about this from your experience too, but also from what you've seen in other people. What are some things that people don't expect when they try BDSM? What surprises them about it the most? Oh man, <laughs> there's so many <laughs> opportunities for surprise. I think some people are surprised that you can have a good BDSM experience without dressing up or role-playing. I think some people have are surprised by the sensations that they discover bring them that bring them pleasure. I think people are surprised by um, the incorporation of pain or high intensity into their pleasure. I also think people are surprised that the dom is of service and not actually the one who gets to do everything that they want to do. Yeah, the roles are not defined the way maybe pop culture or the media portray them. Wow, certainly. This is so interesting to me. <laughs> and so let's assume someone who is listening to this, because this is very likely to happen, that someone either listening to this podcast or listening to your collection um, will need some advice. What would you tell them? if they want to start incorporating some BDSM aspects into their life, because I think also another misconception maybe is that you go all or nothing in BDSM. It's either le leather and role-playing and a dominant sub or completely vanilla. So <laughs> what would your advice be to someone who wants to start exploring? For people that want to start exploring, you have so many options. One option is finding like a, a book on basic BDSM and just like reading more and educating yourself and like coming to understand like what the rules are, what the rules are, what the agreements are. Um, Midori is a pretty famous um, BDSM enthusiast. She's a pro dom. She teaches a lot of like shibari. She has some good books out there. Um, another thing that you can do is watching films or porn that you enjoy or reading erotica and getting some ideas of things that you might want to try and then talking to your partner about the things that turn you on and trying one thing from that list. One thing at a time is a good way to ease into BDSM. Another option you have is uh, scheduling a session with a pro dom and learning about your own desires and, and getting that pro to teach you some skills so that you can like walk out of there with a lot of knowledge and then you can practice with partners. Another option is coming to see someone like me, coming <laughs> to see a sex and intimacy coach. And then in our environment, you get to try out a bunch of things and see what you like and what you don't like and what you might want to explore further exactly. in a safe way. 
<laughs> Got it. Well, going to Shelby is always the recommended option. And we also have some, <laughs> some audio erotica in the app, okay, which dabbles into BDSM. So maybe that's also one way to explore it. Yes, uh, that's wow. a great way to explore it. Listen to the, the recordings, listen to yeah, the stories. <laughs> exactly. See how you feel. Understanding how you feel is should be the primary goal of any sort of sexual exploration. Go yeah. slow so you can pay attention to how you feel, both physically and emotionally. And always doing it, I think, in, a, in an environment and with people you feel really safe with, whether because they are pro-doms, you know, and you know they're going to respect the, the, the deal that you made or the contract you had, or because it's a partner that you really, really trust is not going to cross your boundaries. This is, I mean, this applies for anything, but specifically today um, for BDSM. Wow. This was so interesting, Shelby. Is there anything else you'd like to add or you feel that it would be important to mention? You don't have to, but if you want to, this is when. I would encourage everyone to try something at least once that's edgy for them, something that they're curious about, something that they have fantasies about. There's such rich opportunity to deepen your pleasure by pressing on your boundaries a little bit and BDSM is a good way to do that slowly you know when you break it down into specific activities yeah and especially I think because the BDSM community is very familiar with the concept of boundaries and the concept of of, of consent in a very like a very clear way because consent in other areas may feel like a blurry concept, but it's so important in BDSM that I think it's it maybe it doesn't look like the friendliest, safest environment, but I think maybe it is. <laughs> it is. It can be. It can be when you're playing with people that you know and trust. Yeah, of course. Wow. Thank you so much, Shelby. This was so interesting. And I think a great introduction of you and of the subject for anyone who listens to your collection, which will be available as of well, the Wednesday after this goes live. Um, and to everyone listening, thank you so much for being here and make sure to follow Shelby on social media. She's at La Petite Mort Coaching on Instagram and also check out her website, shelbydevlin.com. And of course, follow us at, at Let's Enjoy with an M on every channel and listen to Shelby's collection on the app. See you on the next Enjoy podcast. And thank you so very much for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Enjoy podcast a sex, self-love, and wellness podcast presented by Mjoy, the audio guide for intimate wellness with guided practices to explore your body and regain confidence in your sex life. Find the Mjoy app on the App Store or Play Store and register to get a 7-day free trial.